He knew that was going to happen at the time that the angels were rejoicing. And still he did it. Still he sent his son. Still he persisted. Jesus came and went through everything that he could possibly go through for you and me. And God let it happen. Right to the moment that Jesus landed on the cross and God turned his face away because of the sin that was piled on Jesus. It was awful, awful, awful. But at the beginning, there's the rejoicing because God sees the end. Why did he let himself go through that incredible suffering? Why did he let his son go through that incredible suffering? Because he loves you. That's how much you're worth. If anybody ever tells you that you're not worth anything or doubts your value in life, understand this, that the God of the universe sent his son to become a baby, to live a life of trial and sacrifice, and let it happen and stood back and watched it happen as a father because he loves you. You were the apple of his eye that he was thinking of at that time. That's the first thing I want you to take home with you with the Christmas story today. The second thing is that that love requires a response. I often ask myself what happened to the shepherds. Thirty years later when Jesus began his ministry and began preaching, were they in the crowds? Was one of them perhaps there when he fed 5,000 people? Jesus encountered many people in his life from these early encounters with shepherds through to the, the Magi, the wise men, the 12 years old, he goes in the temple and encounters the wise men of the, of the village and of the town and debates with them. People who had encounters with him were changed. They had something happen that was really important in their lives. One day there were 5,000 people needing food and they witnessed and were part of a miracle in which he supplied them with their needs miraculously. 5,000 people experienced a miracle, had an encounter with Jesus, an encounter like the shepherds had, like the magi had, like the blind people that he gave sight to, like the dead people that he raised. Thousands of people encountered him. But think about this. At Pentecost, when the church was waiting for the Holy Spirit, there were 120 people left. Where did the rest go? Having an encounter with Jesus and being excited for a moment is not where it ends. There needs to be a commitment. There needs to be an accepting of the love that he's brought. Jesus Christ has died for every one of us here. He's paid the price of our sins. It's a free gift which he's offering to us. It started with a baby. But we need to receive it and accept it. I heard a, an interesting story. It was told as a true story, it may well be, of a governess in a wealthy family some centuries ago in this country who loved and raised a number of children for a very wealthy family. She was not an educated person. She was just someone who was a nanny and loved them, cared for them, and became treasured by the family as she treasured the family. When the time came for her to stop working, the family had a little meal, and they made some speeches, and the, the father of the family gave her a letter. But she'd never disclosed them that she couldn't read. She took the letter home, and she had it framed and hung it on the wall of her cottage. But as she was no longer working, her funds began to run out. Her savings that she had over the years began to run out until she found herself in poverty. And with poverty came illness and lack. And she was not in a good place in a little cottage when the local minister came round to come and visit and pray with her. And as he was with her in the room, he looked up and saw this letter on the wall and went over to read it. 
And he said to her, have you read this letter? And she said, I don't read. She said, I think it's probably saying nice things about me. He said, it is, but it's also a letter to the local bank manager setting up a pension for you. You have enough money in the local bank to live in comfort, to have all that you need. But she wasn't living in that because she'd never understood that, never received that, never acted on that. Jesus Christ has paid the price for your sin so that you can have eternal life. You need to know that and you need to respond to that. That deposit has already been made. The plan worked through this baby who became a man who died for you because God loves you. But we need to receive it. Now I want to say to you, if you've come along this morning to come to a carol service and you don't have Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, that you haven't accepted that gift and said, God, I understand that I am guilty of sin, but I understand that I have forgiveness of Jesus Christ and I want to accept that. I repent and I ask for him to be my Savior. Then you can do that right now. Let's just be quiet for a moment or two and I'm going to pray and if you want to make that prayer to bring your life to Jesus Christ, then please, in your heart, pray along with me. Dear Heavenly Father, I'm sorry for the sins that I've committed. I'm sorry for the life of sin that is within me. I know and I believe that Jesus Christ has died for those sins and that the debt is paid, and I want to receive that now by asking him to come into my life and be my Lord and Savior. I thank you, Lord, that Jesus Christ is Lord, and I bow my head to him and ask him into my life, now and forevermore. Amen. There's another thing I want to have you take home with you this morning. We had a really good rendition of Goat Headed on the Mountain, and I love the call. Who are you going to tell? Tell somebody. If you are sitting here and you know Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior, which there's no reason why any of you shouldn't after we've prayed and you've put that in your heart. If you know that, then people need to know it. Don't be a letter on the wall that no one reads. Be someone who goes and tells somebody. Let people see your joy. Let people see your enthusiasm. Let people see your peace over Christmas. Let them see the love of God through you. But bring the message. Tell them about Jesus. Go and tell somebody. Let's all pray together. Thank you, Lord, for Jesus. Thank you for this wonderful season in which you remember his birth. Thank you for your great love. Thank you so much, Lord, for your great love. Thank you that you sacrificed him for me. I honor you, Lord. I honor you, Lord Jesus. And I thank you, Father. Amen.